Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Hello, my darlings. I'm not a big founder episode person because not everyone's journeys are the same, and I never want anyone to feel like they can't relate. And... Obviously, I make exceptions for that because sometimes there are just magical people with brands that I love and very special stories that I can't wait to share. Beatrice Dixon started Honeypot after her grandmother came to her in a dream. She was given a recipe to combat her BV and after years of testing had achieved the perfect formula. She started the company with her brother and now over 40 employees and countless retailers later, Honeypot is a household name. This woman possesses a very special, powerful energy and the products are just incredible. I, I'm so excited for you to listen to this. This woman is, is, this is a good one. Please, please, please enjoy. And if you haven't tried Honeypot yet, I urge you, urge you, urge you to go order some right now. Really quickly before we get started, I wanted to announce to everybody that my Harper Wild collaboration is officially available. Harper Wild is one of my favorite, favorite brands and the bras that I had been wearing before, during, and after pregnancy. So I picked my favorite bra, the base, and in honor of Mother's Day, had You Are My Sunshine in my mother's handwriting embroidered on the side. 15% of proceeds from this item will be donated to Baby to Baby, which provides children living in poverty with diapers, clothing, and all the basic necessities that every child deserves. This is a limited edition collaboration. I'm very, very honored and excited about. You can get it right now on harperwild.com. So where did you, I want to know what you were doing before, because the story of, of you coming up with this idea is very magical and super special, but what were you doing before like what where did you grow up like what did you know what you wanted to do a lot before I'm sure (laughs) so I I wanted to be when I graduated from high school 
I actually didn't want to go right to college. So if you know anything about my mother, my mom's like, if mm-hmm. you're not going to college, but you got to get a job. Like yeah. she already had me working when I was like 14, 15, because I wanted to do extracurricular things and she just didn't have money for that. And she mm-hmm. also didn't want me to be in the habit of asking her to do shit without being accountable for what that means. Cause just money just did not grow on trees in yeah. our household. It just, that just was not a thing, you know? So I ended up getting a job. My mom worked at Cigna and she got me a job in the pharmacy. And Cigna is like one of the, I don't know if it's still the same, but it was like where you could do, you did everything in that building. You went to your doctor, you went to a dentist, you picked up your medicine. Everything was done in the state building, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I worked in a retail pharmacy and that's how I got into pharmacy. And I did that for like the next 10 years of my life, pretty much. So while doing that, I decided that I was either going to be a pharmacist or I was going to be a doctor mm. because I always had a knack for healing, Yeah, you know, but then I started to do my pre-med. Well, I started, I started going to like community college in an attempt to like get a degree there so I could transfer that to a university. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like it. I hated it, you yeah. know? And so a lot I decided, of people drop off at that point. Yeah, I was like, if school's the way, I don't think I'm going to make it because I just didn't like it. And I've never been good at doing things that I don't like to do. Yeah, you I'm know? the same. School was really hard for me. Yeah. And it was never a rule for my mother. She was never like, you have to go to school or you have to do this or you have to do, you know, it was never like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, um, so I was grateful for that. And then, and I did all types of pharmacy. I worked in hospitals. I worked in um, retail. I worked in IV rooms. I worked in chemo labs. Like I did all kinds of stuff. What was your perspective of medicine, seeing all those different aspects of medicine in people's lives in different contexts, like being in a chemo? I mean, it must have been interesting you seeing like a weird intersection between, especially if you're, if you wanted to be a healer. It must have been interesting for you to see intervention doing wonderful things for people and intervention maybe being not mm-hmm. enough or seeing how other yeah. aspects weren't included. And, and I saw interventions of not enough. I saw interventions of people being addicts the same way they're an addict to, to, to street drugs. I mean, I remember working, this is when I worked at Cigna, I remember a man telling me that his eyeball was going to come out if he didn't get He meant it though. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. He meant that shit because when it came to like narcotics and class two drugs, if you, and I'm sure it's the same way still, if you happen to be a person who was addicted to it, then they set up rules and regulations that say you can only go see this doctor. You can only go this many times per month. You know, this is kind of pre the crazy epidemics that we're seeing around all the oxy and all that stuff now. But so this was like before all that. And so this had to have been like in the early 2000s. And so I saw that and that kind of affected me. And I I wanted to get out of retail pharmacy. So then I went to work in a hospital environment. And I think I'm grateful for it, though, because it taught me a side. It taught me the side of medicine that is necessary to know. I think that Western medicine has a place and Eastern medicine has a place. agree. Right. Eating well, drinking water, living well is the thing that that glues those those things together, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And then I remember 
almost to the day, I don't remember what day of the week it was, I was working in Emory Hospital here in Atlanta. And I remember I was, it was, I was working a late night shift. And I remember walking like, you know, down the hall or something. And I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Because mm-hmm. it just didn't feel, I have a, a ridiculous respect for medicine, but it just didn't feel like that was the place for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I still, I worked in that field for a couple more years. But when I came out of working in that field, I went to work at Whole Foods, right? Which is completely different. Didn't make the money I was making, like, you know, but, but I went to work in Whole Foods, Whole Body Department, which is Whole Foods version of a pharmacy. And it was there that like my light and my world just opened up, you know, because one of the reasons why I think Nina, you know, shout out to Nina. One of the reasons why she hired me is because I understood illness Yeah, because I had worked in it for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, I understood actual Western medicine. I had things memorized. I, you know, I, I think naturally I would, if I would have really went for it, I would have been an, an incredible doctor because I, because I, because I really love it. You know, yeah. like I really, 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 really love it. And so I was able to really shine in that environment because I understood things from both sides, you know, which was, which brought something to the table. And well, you um, also had a different perspective too. I don't, I think, I don't think unless you haven't had a family member that has spent a lot of time in the hospital, but the people that are taking care of your loved ones, you know, doctors pop in and doctors are stressed and they have a lot of shit to do. And it's the people who are, like you're seeing a whole body view. You're seeing people's emotional states. You're seeing people in pain. You're seeing people suffer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was what my daily was. When mm-hmm. I worked, my last jobs in pharmacy were in hospitals, mm-hmm. right? My very last job was working in a chemo pharmacy at Piedmont. I think it was Piedmont Hospital here in Atlanta. It was beautiful because you saw a lot of people who, who had cancer who actually were able to beat it. Mm-hmm. But then you saw people who had it who weren't able to beat it, mm-hmm. you know. But that, but that was nece- that part of their journey was necessary, right? Even though chemo can be extremely toxic, it can actually be, it can work, you know. Course, yeah. In addition to all the other things, to eating well, to, to juicing, and those are the things that they don't. T- I mean, I've had I've had young friends my age with cancer in hospitals that they could afford here that mm-hmm. were mind blowing to me, the food, you know, like. But, but the thing that you have to understand is that medical doctors don't undergo a lot of nutritional. At all. It's not. Uh, you, they, they have a little, but it's not, it, that's not the thing that's focused on. When you think about Western medicine, it's based on science, proven facts and eating well and drinking water and living well and take, you know, taking supplements and herbs and vitamins and all those things. It's really hard to track that stuff because you have to be doing it consistently in order for it to work. Right. And depending on who the companies are that are selling said products, you have to make sure that what they're making and producing is actually what, what, (laughs) what it's saying. Right. Yeah. And there's so, no one going to do, you know, invested medical research to do case studies on a farmer's organic 
you know, food and how long you're eating that for because nobody's benefiting financially, you know, unless it's somebody who's investing in organic farms and soil. Exactly. So it's, there's so many, there's so many levels to it, you know, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and theorize around it not being in the best interest of our country for us to be well, you know, but I am, I am aware that in a lot of instances that is true. Right. Yes. You know, but but that's why it's our responsibility to take responsibility for our life and be well and do the things that we have to do and do the research and figure it out. And even if you do have cancer, understanding what that side of the medicine looks like, if you have to do all the chemo and all the things, but understanding the things that you have to do on the back end to support all the all that poison that that's possibly going into your body. Right. Mm -hmm. And that could be down to us who suffered with bacterial vaginosis for years. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's it's, just to bring it back full circle. It is our responsibility because it's our body to do whatever we have to do to figure it out and not give up, you know? Absolutely. I think the... I think through like my my dad was six. My dad had to take eight Vicodin to get out of bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. I mean, like... I just watched him like whittle into nothingness mm-hmm. and I, and I was, uh, you know, he had me later. So I was like 18, 19 by the time he was older and getting really sick. And it was when I just started becoming my own advocate for my own health and understanding mm-hmm. food and healing. And, and I was too late, but I remember being like, you need acupuncture and you need to be eating right. And you can't have mm-hmm. mayonnaise on a burger at dinner every night. If you're, I was like, you're, have nothing but inflammation through your body. Like, I don't see you drink water. Like it was so, it was like, (gasps) this like overwhelming feeling. So going back to what you're saying, that's a lot of the reason why I always want to have this podcast is I end up having a lot of like medical conversations because I would love to provide information to people so they can be their own advocate, especially now when it comes to fertility and when it comes to feeling sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's important, but also your father came from a different time. Completely. Right. Right. Like like we look at we look at shows like Mad Men. You look at movies that were made back in the 50s. Every fucking body smoked. Everybody did. It was just what you did. Mm-hmm. Women drank when they were pregnant. Like, it, you know, yeah. they were like, you, baby. Fine. you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. like, in his day, he was just eating food. He wasn't thinking about what that did because he wasn't conditioned to think about what that did. And to try to and to try to condition him to think in a different way when your father spent his entire life just eating to survive in the way that he knew how to eat to survive, you know, making that transition later in life can be a lot harder because it takes it takes a lot to decide that you're going to eat well and that because, you know, just like I know it's it's hab- it's habitual. It's it's, a it's also egotistical for old people. Because it's like, mm-hmm. how are you telling me at my it age now that I, what I've been doing my whole life isn't working? You know, it's it this like be. submission of like, ooh, I have but to I, like. Yeah, but I don't think it's egotistical in a bad way. No, 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 no. no. I, th- I think less than egotistical is just conditioning. Yeah. Our day and age is when I was growing up, there was no social media, right? Like you were lucky to have, you were lucky to have a fucking pager, you know, mm-hmm. like. I didn't get a cell phone until I was like 17 or 18 years old. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'll be, I'll be, um, you know, I'll be 39 this year. 
And like, so, you know, so, so even now to see like my niece who, who's only five can just get on the computer. Like, I don't, my brain doesn't even know how to, I don't even know how to play a video game. I know. You what I'm saying? I, I... <laughs> so, so my, so that's my point. Like, yeah. you know, each one teach one. This is why it's so important that if you're not practicing a healthy lifestyle, whatever that means, cause that's relative. Just if you have an interest or an inkling to it, there may be a reason why, you know, but humans that are growing up in this day and age, organic food is normal, right? Non-GMO food is normal. Mm-hmm. Um, eating vegetables and, and taking vitamins and supplements and taking care of your stress and self-care. Every human that's growing up in this day and age, this is just normal. This is homeostasis for them. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Your father, he was like, man, what are you talking about? I've eaten this my whole life. You yeah, know what I mean? Like cigarettes and he loved <laughs> prescriptions. He was a dentist. So anytime I was like, I have a sinus infection, he was like, I'll call in a, I'll call it antibiotics. And I was like, okay, cool. Like it was like, he was a dentist. You'll think this is funny. He had a beard and his beard yeah. was tar stained from, ch- and his fingers were tar stained from chain smoking, but he was a fucking dentist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? It's, it's crazy. <laughs> Gave him character. He was a badass. It was cool, but it was very funny. Yeah. 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 Now that we are full blown in a beautiful spring season in a post COVID spring season, maybe it's time to, I don't know, add some wardrobe staples, right? I personally am still kind of in my COVID comfort zone. And I know that for me personally, when I know that I want to add a little, you know, pick me up to an outfit, VinceCamuto.com is a one-stop shop for those wardrobe staples and occasion pieces that make every moment a chance to express my personal style and your personal style. Vince Camuto's spring collection is thoughtfully crafted with premium materials and attention to even the smallest details. So like I said, if you're looking to refresh your closet for spring, Vince Camuto's collection of woven mules, vibrant slides, and chic convertible bags is a great place to start. There are a ton of shoes and bags that my mom and I are sharing right now. Achieve aspirational styling with accessibly priced footwear, handbags, and jewelry, and so much more on VinceCommuter.com. Step boldly into spring with styles that make you feel truly invincible. You know, when I'm styling myself, a little, I don't know why, I always go down to shoes, like a little shoe, new shoe. It just changes an outfit. It makes me feel invincible. Head to VinceCamuto.com slash podcast and use promo code podcast for 20% off your next purchase. While you're there, do yourself a favor and sign up to be a part of their VC VIP program where you can earn member perks, previews, and exclusive offers on your next accessories haul. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, under eating or overeating. I'm just reading this list and it's just describing everything <laughs> that's happening in my life. And that's because I've been stressed out. A lot of us are. And stress shows up in all kinds of ways. And it's not a good thing. And in a world that is telling you to do more, sleep less and grind all the time, 
which we all know is not healthy by any means. This is your reminder to take care of yourself, do less, and maybe try some therapy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Think about it. I mean, I've had a multitude of therapists my entire life. And living in LA, there were times I was having to drive an hour through traffic, which was stressful in itself to go have a therapy session and then get back in the car. Like it's, it's unbelievable that you are not limited to therapists in your area. And on top of that, it is much more affordable than in-person therapy, which is why I have recommended it to all of my friends and closest family members. Give it a try and see if online therapy can lower your stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and everything is the best. Listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Pia. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Pia. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. So what, I know that you had, like your grandmother came to you in a dream, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you yes. tell me that story? Because what a magical experience. Well, I dream a lot. That specifically? No, I'll tell you that story, but, but this is how my dreams work. Like literally I got a time massage the other day, right? And that night I had a dream about a house that literally um, was built into a cliff with with stairs that went from the ocean all the way up. Mm-hmm. I'm go- I'm gonna get back to what you asked me, but I just <laughs> want you to understand how my dreams work. Yeah, the lady Jen who does my massages, she tells me about a book. This is the same the same morning I had this dream. She tells me about this book that she's reading called um, Sensei, and um, and in the book, the, the humans in the book weren't human. They were like part human, part part fish. And they built their houses in cliffs. And, and I had a dream that like the chandeliers was made of rose quartz. And then the, the walls were made of this white tile. And he, what does she bring with her when she comes? Like rose, rose quartz and a white stone, mm-hmm. right? That's just how my, I don't know why you're I tapped dreamed in Because you're tapped. I mean, you're, you're a tapped in, elevated you dream that way because you're a, it's, you're a special oh, person. <laughs> thank you. I, I'll, I'll receive that. But, you know, but I, I, I had bacterial vaginosis for almost a year, probably a little more than a year. Um, amongst other things, you know, which I don't I don't often talk about, but yeast infections, BV, because like sometimes the medicine they give you for BV might cause something else. You know? Always. Yeah. And so, um, you know, odor, itch, it was crazy. And I was literally in it. Like I was on, I lived on Google, everything that you can imagine. I mean, I was like doing douches with the old school douche bottle that your grandma had, you know, with water and hydrogen peroxide. And like, I would do this consistently. And 
you know, and I, I mean, I, I was, I was seeing herbalists. I was doing everything that you can imagine. Like my whole life was trying to figure out what the hell was going on with my vagina. I used you know? garlic at one point. My girlfriend me too. used garlic, which me made too. sense, but it garlic, just wasn't strong enough. Put, put yogurt inside of a tampon. Always yogurt. Mm-hmm. Froze it, put that in. I mean, uh, countless, 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 countless things. And, um, and I had a very vivid dream, very vivid, like the one I just described to you. And I was just sitting down at a table talking to my grandmother who had, who had transitioned when my mom was like seven or eight. Oh, wow. Yes. I've never met my grandmother in this life. And then she came to you and she came to me and she told me she had been watching, walking with me and seeing me struggle. And she said, I, you know, basically she just wanted to hand me, give me the thing that would work. Because mm-hmm. BV, BV didn't just start happening. Everybody's, every human with a vagina has suffered with bacterial vaginosis oh. probably since, since vaginas, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, just, we just may not have called it something, but it's yeah. always been a thing. Uh-huh. And, in, and in her time, when she was, you know, when she was growing up, you know, my my mom is Native and Black, Native American and Black. And so, and I'm sure there's some, some other stuff in there, but those are the main nationalities. And so in those times, that's what you did. You, 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 you got some herbs together and you figured it out, you yeah. know? And so she handed me a piece of paper and it had a list of ingredients and everything that was on it was, was plant-based and herbs. You know, it was lavender, it was rose, it was you know, marshmallow root, it was garlic. It was, think of all the things that me and you probably did, right? And and yep. every other human with a vagina who has BB did. My problem is I was doing those things singularly, which she helped me to understand is I needed to create a potion and put them together because together they would actually form medicine. And that and that's and and it, and, and I woke up and I wrote it down. Cause she made me repeat it what felt like hundred hundreds of times. Yeah, she kept telling. Cause I was trying to talk to her because I had never met her. She was like, "I'm bitch. I'm not here for that. Like I'm here." <laughs> cause cause she knew, she knew she wasn't gonna be there that long. Of course. So she's like, just Even memorize though, what I'm telling you. Yeah, like like baby, I'm not Stop gonna trying be to talk. here. Yeah. You got. I don't. I'm not here for that. You need to memorize this. And she just told me. She said, you need to, you need to look at this. And then I remember in the dream, just repeating over and over again, the list over and over again. And so when I woke up, I woke up repeating. That is and so I, beautiful. And then I wrote it down because I had BV at the time. And then my mommy, me and my mommy were living together at that time. She, I went in her room and I was like, mom, this person, but Bob, she's like, that sounds like your grandmother. And then, you know. And then I went to work. Yeah, what I did your mom think about this? Was she like emotional? I mean, was that like overwhelming for her? It wasn't overwhelming because I think our family, my my ancestors are and were tapped in, right? Yeah. They're, they're native. So, you know, so like dealing with spirits and dealing with the other side is kind of just like, it's natural. It's not, it's nothing weird about it, you know? Did her mom ever, not to get too personal, but I was like, does, okay. does her mom come to her ever? She has come to her. Yeah. She has come to her. Um, yeah, but not in a way that my mom sees 
spirits anyway. When she's awake, she's very much a seer. Like, and, and when dead people know not to get too esoteric on this thing, but this is just real shit. When spirit, because nobody ever really dies because spirit is energy. It can't be destroyed, right? So when that energy knows that you know, because most people don't know or, or can't hear them, when they know that they can, that you can hear them, they're like, oh, I'm talking, you know? So my mom sees spirits all the time. I don't know that she has seen her mother as much as she's seen her dad, um, but she, my mother is very, very, very tapped in energetically when it comes to seeing people that have transitioned or spirits mm-hmm. that have transitioned and may not have fully transitioned yet, like, you know. My dad's in the house with us. And my daughter sees him all the time and plays with him and stuff. Yeah, it makes sense, right? It's you nice. were close to your dad. Mm-hmm. You it's, were a daddy's girl. Still are. Yeah, <laughs> I still am big time. I think everybody has the ability to get there, but not a lot of people like to. It's too Well, you have to want to. A lot it? of people. Yeah, you, you have to want to. And kids aren't fucked up yet. So, that, so it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> My, our best friend is, this is what she does. Her family doesn't even know it's what she does because a lot of people don't take that information very comfortably, but she's like one of my best friends and a huge mentor to me. And she said, I, cause I, I said not to, I was like, my daughter is tapped in a little bit, huh? She goes big time. She goes, kids usually lose it around four. So she just makes sure that you, um, keep her aware and tuned in and have, when she's looking at something up there say, who do you see? Oh, that's nice. And she was like, call in good spirits, protect her from the bad ones. And she'll, she'll keep with it. So it's like a, it's a practice, you know, it's something that we're really wanting to practice with her so I can not making it a bad thing or making it's not, it, it's you a, know, it's not, a gift. Yeah, exactly. I agree. All right. I'm going to tell you about one of my favorite things ever. Maybe you're an athlete and you're looking to level up. Maybe you are someone like my husband who is a former athlete and likes to do pickup games every once in a while, but you know, is now getting older and has a longer recovery time. Or maybe you're like me who had a baby is like a little bit, you know, out of shape trying to get back there and doesn't really have time to be sore for days. That is why you want to recharge your legs like the pros with TheraBody's revolutionary new recovery air jet boots. I have posted about this on my Instagram multiple times because these things are awesome and they used to only be available if you were at a physical therapist's office. The Recovery Air Jet Boots are the world's most advanced pneumatic compression system ever created. For years, bikers, runners, everyone in between would have to spend hours on their feet, had to suffer through leg pains and aches after a hard day. Clinically proven treatments like the compression boots pro athletes use have always been out of reach. Recovery Air is a groundbreaking pressure massage for everybody anywhere. With TheraBody's exclusive fast flush technology, the Recovery Air flushes out metabolic waste more fully and brings back fresh blood to your legs three times the speed of competitors. Faster cycles means faster recovery, so you don't have to wait for your legs to feel great. TheraBody's Recovery Air Jet Boots are truly the first of their kind. They are wireless, which is insane. So I use them on the couch a lot, or sometimes I'll just wear them in the bed. Put your legs into the boots, press a button, And the super intuitive system and easy to use controls allow the compression to happen quickly, easily. You just chill while your legs get recovered. 
It is unbelievable. Sit back, relax, and recover. Go to therabody.com slash best to get your Therabody recovery air today. Starting at just $699 or as low as $59 a month with Affirm. Plus recovery air, 60-day money back guarantee and free shipping. So there is no risk. Therabody.com slash best. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. It's a real trigger for me because (laughs) I was like one of the only people that couldn't get to Spanish 3, which is so (laughs) embarrassing. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. And I'm telling you this as my friend because I have so much weird emotional stuff based around not being able to pick up a language when I was in high school. And now I have to learn Italian and the stress of it and wanting to impress my husband and needing to speak a language that my daughter's going to speak. Babbel has been the easiest and best way for me to learn Italian. I'm not kidding. So whether you're traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way to family like me, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you will actually use in the real world, which is so important to me personally, because I don't need to use like formal sentences when I'm speaking to my sister-in-law, right? Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German, plus Babbel's speech recognition technology, which is so cool, helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent, which is also important to me I like to practice by myself because anytime I say something wrong, Dave laughs at me. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes, which again, Davide always says that's how he was able to learn English so easily. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Pia. That is Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Pia for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel is language for life. So you go to Whole Foods <laughs> yeah, yep. and all the ingredients, you go to work and all the ingredients are there. Yep. Cause everything's there. I, I mean, I just start, you know, I just, I just start. I, it's like, I'm cooking it up in the kitchen, man. Like I, I remember, I remember I was trying to figure out how to make rose water. And I would, and I would like buy roses and then I would like let it sit and then I would bring it to work. And then I would tell my team, like, cause it was, it was me, Nina, Asada, Andy, somebody else. I can't think of their name right now. But I would just bring these things to work. And I remember Nina would be like, what the fuck? Is this like a <laughs> science experiment? Like, what are you? I'm not using this on my body. Like, <laughs> get out of here. You know, they were like my squad. And like, they, you know, they were my guinea pigs. And they were willing to, you know, they were willing to try it out. And they were very um, supportive. I would just like put things together. And I didn't know what kind of bottle to put it in. So I would put them in. I still have some of the bottles here. I would put it in like this blue plastic bottle. (laughs) I would put it in a spray bottle. I just didn't know what to do until I finally figured it out. It was a liquid foam, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was just a lot of like trial and error. That was for like a year and a half, a ton of trial and error. Cause I had to make sure too, 
that it because when I first made it, it was kind of strong. You know? Yeah, because I would say you're literally like testing the combinations and the levels and like, yeah, yeah, then how to apply it is a whole other thing. Yeah, I was just giving it away. Yeah. And then that's when that's when I realized, oh, it's a song. That's what it is. Right. And so so it was, you know, for a year and a half, I just gave it to people for free. That's so fascinating to like try to teach and learn yourself and how to make things into different. Yeah, man, it it was cool though. I mean, it was it was fun. That that was like that was the fun part, you know. Because then about you didn't this with entrepreneurs, because now, because then that that's like the magical moment, and it seems like the struggle, but like when it becomes a company, it's almost like yeah, yeah, like yeah. Then, then your struggles are like real struggles, money you know? and scaling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you're not even thinking about money because you don't even, you know, unless yeah. you do. But I didn't, unless you have money. But I didn't have money, you know. I just had to thug it out. So um, what was that part like then, knowing? okay, I have this formula and how do you make that into a company? I know that you, you had like a, you took out a small loan, right? So what was that process? Over time, like? That was later, you know, my, my, my brother, Simon, who's my co-founder, you know, I would go to him and he gave, he gave me like a credit card and uh, it maybe it had like a $500 balance on it or something. And he's a, he's an accountant. So he's always like, Oh, perfect. What do I need to do so that she don't need to be coming back to me every single time? You know, so so he's very resolution oriented. So that was his resolution. Gave me a credit card. Basically, don't talk to me. I, don't worry about the bill. I'll pay it. You know, mm. and that was the thing at first. And then when when I knew that it was actually, excuse me, when it was time to actually launch this, like to really do it, you know, I got on my hands and knees literally and begged him. Because he was an account. He wasn't thinking about going into a vagina business. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, he, he said that. He's like, B, what do I know about vaginas other than what I know about? You know what I'm saying? Like, but I knew that I couldn't do what, what was coming by myself. Yeah, of course. I just, I, you know, what, what I can do by myself is hustle. I can grind. I can formulate. I can figure some shit out. But, like, what he brought to the table was actual know-how and like business sense. And I remember I used to say to him like, bro, we need to raise some money. And he was like, you don't need no money yet. You don't need no money yet. You don't need a loan. You don't need shit. If you can't figure it out, then you don't have a business. And so he really taught me that, you know? And then we started needing money. And that's when we started, you know, that's when, that's when we, you know, finally started taking business loans. And, and then a couple of years later, we got the, the opportunity to go, to have a meeting with a target buyer and then we pitched and, and, you know, and it worked out. And then that's when we had to actually raise money. Yeah. Cause then now you have an order to fill. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that, that was, that was always his philosophy. Mm-hmm. His philosophy was always anybody can say they have a business, but a real business this is what he taught me. A real business doesn't need the, it doesn't need me. Right. A real mm-hmm. business doesn't need me. It doesn't need him. It can stand on its own two feet. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a real business makes money. A real business has profitability. A real business has, you know, there's a lot of things that have to happen with a real business. So that has always been our mantra. We weren't able, you know, I think that it's dope that a lot of our competitors were able to raise shit tons of money. I think that that's fucking amazing. Good for them. That just was not our life. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
But I think part of that is because we needed to understand how to actually run a business. We needed to understand how to be lean. We needed to understand how to be efficient, you know, because that was always Simon's intention in his way of doing business. And I, and I appreciate that, you know, so that's what we attracted. We attracted, figure this shit out, having to learn how to operate with, with nickels, you know, you know, I, I think that it, I think that it's paid off and it will continue to, because that is our ethos for how we do the things we do. I think there is for as much admiration as I have for people who are able to raise millions of dollars for an idea that they have. I do think that there it's become this weird part of culture that I do think can have like everything have a very negative effect on people who are reading those stories because most people don't have the privilege of being to yeah. be heard and seen. And I'm sure I'm, you know, I don't want to assume that it's been a challenge for you as a black woman to mm-hmm. get in the door with certain people and raise millions of dollars for this idea. Yes. And yeah, because you're held to the same standard as everybody else without having the opportunity without having the opportunities that that's, you know, without having the opportunity of having the right relationships, of knowing the right amount of people with money, mm-hmm. of working in, you know, of, of potentially working in finance, of having resources, of having good credit, of having all the things, right? So like when the bar is set up here, but your access starts, you know, and my, my up here is way high. Mm-hmm. You can't even see my hand right now, right? Mm-hmm. When the entry point is up here, but my resources can only get me to here. Mm-hmm. How is it? A, how is it an even playing ground? Well, you understand what I'm saying? Not. Yeah, and so and hasn't been. Yeah, that's where the um, that's where the challenge lies. Even today, you know, there there are a lot more resources than than there were when 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 we were out raising money and doing our thing. But even though there's a shit ton of money out in the world for humans of color, not just black people, but humans of color and humans with vaginas and trans humans and, you know, and all the humans, right? The playing field has to be level so that there's an entry point that people can get into for based on where they are. Yeah. You know? But yeah, it's. I mean, it's designed to. I mean, we could. That's a, it's designed. It's, it's school. It's hospitals. It's medicine. It's insurance. It's jobs. It's neighborhoods. It's food. I mean, you know, it's that's how. Ultimately, what's interesting is this challenge that you were given. I always, me just and my husband being, you know, having our own business in the last few years. Like, ultimately, if you can do this without raising that large amount of money, I think yes, the value of that is. I mean, my husband, you know, borrowed money from friends to start his company. He moved here, didn't have a visa, didn't speak the language very well. And I think you end up in just a really incredible position. Ultimately, you know, you're not scared. You got to pay people back. You're not in debt. You're able to all those moments of having to be malleable and smart and hustle are the things that really build out the character and help define the brand. And I agree with you where that gets tough is when. You know, if you're in a business like like a consumer packaged goods business like we are in, mm-hmm. unless you're making millions and millions and millions of dollars to be able to scale and grow and innovate, it's really hard when if, if, if you're just bootstrapping it, just trying to do what you can do, right? Because if you don't have the cash to grow, 
that's when the opportunity comes in for somebody to eat your lunch. How do you scale a business like that? That I mean, you have very well, but you, 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 you just, um, is it you, like new products? Is it making sure, you know, fighting for bigger orders? Like how does everything? That, yeah. It's all of it. Growing your team. It's, um, it's creating, a creating the right relationships that give you the critical mass that you need in order to grow and in order to mm. buy your products at a lower cost. Yes. Cause, Cause that's the more you wait. Yeah, the more you make, the, the the less it costs because they're making product in volume. Um, you know, it's it's creating innovation that actually is not recreating a wheel because most humans are very, um, we're systematic. We want the same thing all the time for the most part. The soap that I've used is the one that I've used for 10 years. It works yeah. for my skin and I feel comfortable with it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not like you need some new. <laughs> so like, so like when you innovate, you want to innovate into places that are everyday things with with ingredients that people know and understand and then you throw in the ingredients that people may not necessarily know about that can benefit them mm-hmm. this is just my innovation process mm-hmm. um you know i want to innovate into all the areas that have the biggest market sizes and so you know it's having the ability to do that it's having the guts because mm-hmm. You know, innovation, some years can look like five or six products, but then some years it could look like 12 or 15. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and then you still have to keep telling the story of all the other things that you've done prior to that, mm-hmm. right? And so it's also having the right marketing strategy that can, that can continue to tell the story and they can feed these new products into the story and then they become a new story and that new story changes every year. And so, you know, as your consumer, I started with your first product. And as your mm-hmm. range grew, I mean, I use everything. Yeah. The wipes, but the pads, like- but and then for different times of the month for me. And then I've been pregnant and I'm not, you know, like for healing mm-hmm. purposes, for purposes of, you know, I mean, it, it's I'm actively using the, your your products as like my baseline. And then when there is something new, I'm like, oh, because I know the first one. You know, I knew that the it worked so well that whatever else, I mean, I even looked, re- I went to Target recently and was like, wow, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm like honored to talk to you and it makes me emotional because it, what it like, I'm so happy for you. And as a consumer, I feel so like seen about something that was so shameful. And now, yeah. you know, like I remember a few years ago talking to somebody about, I was like, <laughs> way too old when I, not old, but you know, older in my life when I realized that tampons were so toxic for you. Right. So for you to have every product that I need and to just like, by the way, like from an aesthetic standpoint, how cute is everything? Like the name, like the logo, the different colors for each different like category. I mean, the whole thing, I have my little drawer of all my feminine pro hygiene products. And I'm just yeah, like, and it's nice. And it, you know, the, pre- it, it was, it's just been, it's been interesting too, as being a consumer to grow as your, as your brand has grown. Thank it, you. But it, that's, and I'm grateful for that, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And when, and when you as the brand can, you know, because to me, there's, a, there's an, there's an extreme responsibility and, and having the opportunity to create products for humans to use on their body. You know, I mean, I get to do that, right? But I, just, I don't take that shit lightly. I mean, what we, what we use and do every day, that is one of our religions. 
cleaning our skin, mm-hmm. you know, um, taking care of our vaginas, our vulvas, you know, taking care of our bodies, teaching our children how to do that, right? Teaching them how to love and respect their body, teaching them what, what, these, what these body parts are called, mm-hmm. how, you know, at some point, helping them understand what happens, how do, how do babies get here and all, all those types of things. There's a lot of responsibility to that. And so I think that when it comes to go back to the question you asked earlier about how do you scale into that, I think another layer to that, which is which can be a little expensive, is investing in the science. Yeah. So investing in the clinical research that goes behind understanding your products, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, some of our products have been through toxicologist reviews, have dermatologist testing or hypoallergenic or safe certified, safe for skin. You know, they also obviously are gynecologist approved, right? So like these things are extremely important to me Mm -hmm. because it's very important to me that what we use works because humans work every day to make their money. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it's really important that when you're going out to spend your money, you're spending your money on things that work. You're investing it. You're investing in something that Honeypot has already seriously invested in. Yeah. And you can trust that as a human that's consuming and supporting our brand, um, you know, which is why I'm really grateful for, for humans like you who, 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 who go on the ride and will stay there. But it, if you have an intentionality to how you create and what you produce and what you put into the world. You know, my intentionality is coming, is rooted in, I want to be the change in the world that I live in. I want to serve humanity and I want to treat people the way that I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm grateful for you and, I'm, and I appreciate that our products have been able to serve, to serve you and your body and your family because that shit is important, you know? It must also be nice to know that like, you know, up until recently, we were like just okay with what we were putting in our underwear and inside of our vaginas. There was no, it was, it was just like, oh, this is what it is. Like to, to have an herbal infused pad and to never have to, to use toxic products again is unbelievable. I mean, There also, there isn't like, you know, a lot of my friends had kids before me. I wanted to live more life before I procreated. And And so I waited and uh, there wasn't a single person when I got pregnant. A lot of my friends were even on their second kid that didn't say, you. oh, you have to like bought me honey pot. They were like, congratulations, like here are your pads now, you know, like put them in the freezer if you want an extra healing. I mean, like I had a miscarriage using your products at a girlfriend's house when I was bleeding and she was like, you can only use this and this is the best. I mean, I remember like just it's just it's such um, it's so nice for something that is essentially one of the uh, is the most important part of our bodies, arguably, you know, outside of our brains and hearts that it doesn't have to settle for toxic fucking bullshit and that that was driven by a dream from your grandmother i just think is like yeah, so special i'm grateful for it too thank you like what a cool thank you blessing so how many employees do you have now it's like 40 something wow yeah. that's a lot of people to yeah. yeah 
Congratulations. What do you think? I hate to ask this, but it's a stupid fucking podcaster question, but is there anything coming up that that you're like, where, you know? I I think where our focus is right now, because like every other human that's that's in consumer packaged goods or frankly in, in anything that requires machinery and logistics and supply chain, you know, it's really just being able to get our hands around the way that the world is changing and supply chain is changing and logistics are changing and all these things are changing, being, being able to get our hands around it so we can continue to support, to support our customers, to support our retailers, to support our brand, um, you know, because that, that's really the, how we think of it, right? Like our customers are number one, our humans are number one. And then our retail partners are frankly number two because our retail partners can't survive without our customers either, right? Mm -hmm. Because our customers are their customers. Mm -hmm. And being able to do that uh, eloquently enough, you know, for for the humans that do, because people can get a little impatient when they don't have their things, you know? Yeah, people's customers, when they don't get what they want in the millisecond that they want it, turn on you very quickly. Yeah, you know, and I I get it. I'm, I'm not judging it, you know, it's just unfortunately, you know, like right now, our 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 washes, you know, we've got there's just things that are happening in the supply chain, you know, like like for example, like if 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 our one of our manufacturers, because you you can only order your ingredients from who you order your ingredients through, because mm-hmm. that's been vetted, that's been tested, that's been all the things, right? So let's say one of our ingredients is back ordered. Yeah, when you're in. it's not like my manufacturer can go and just order that shit from whoever, right? Mm-hmm. If they did order it from someone else, which which we you know we have backups on, but this is just to give you an example. That particular ingredient would have to be tested, would have to do all the things, which would then push out the timeline even more, mm-hmm. right? And so you know, or there is things that are happening you know overseas right now with yeah. COVID. Right. And, and and countries are being shut down. So like if that happens, then then that's directly going to connect to us, because if those people can't go to work, then they can't make our components. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I know. And then, so a lot of the things that may slow them up, may slow things up are very likely, you know, probably at like 98 percent out of our control. You know, so just us getting our arms around that and understanding efficient and clever with how we build is what we're focused on. Is the goal then, and I know this is most companies goals, right? But it's a big undertaking is to like, you be your own supplier. Like you grow these things and make these things and you have your own factory and you make all your, you know, yeah, that's a big, that's a big deal. That is a very big deal. You have to be a massive brand in order to make that make sense, Mm -hmm. you know, because because of the overhead that goes into that. Of course, everybody wants to be a massive brand. We want to be a massive brand, right? It's it's just, you know, there's steps for how you do things. And even if that were the case, that would take years to build. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah. And, and, we, and we'd still be at the mercy because you can't make everything. No, 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 you can't. <laughs> It's so, I think people are, this is where I do like and everything is grace and patience, but I, that's my practice because they don't have a lot of it sometimes, but that's where I get, you can get so frustrated when a customer will say like, well, where is my, and you're like, what? 
like the world is is like we're all so dependent on one another for everything and people don't have any understanding of everything that they use every day and like where this part of this pen came from you like yeah <laughs> like, like where that where that that piece that right little there thing that clips from. onto your paper like yeah. who knows where the fuck that is made <laughs> but but and and that and that's the thing like think about the bottle reviews and then and then think about the countless amount of brands that use that same exact bottle and we're all we're all trying to buy that fucking bottle right now right we're all trying to buy that same cap we're all buying Think of how many brands use lavender or how many brands use, use, um, you know, the same surfactant that we use, Mm -hmm. right. Or the same chamomile or the same aloe or the same, you know, like, I'm not saying that these are the specific things. I'm just giving these as an example. Of course. Cause now you said aloe and my head went to everything in my fucking cabinet. This is aloe on it. It's a lot of stuff. And I'm one person, not only aloe, but like organic aloe. Yeah, aloe that's been tested. <laughs> <laughs> so it, you know, there, there's a lot of levels to it. So I think right now, to be honest, that's that's what we're focused on. Yeah, we don't really got time to be focused on anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I also do think people get like lost in the sauce of like trying to be like this new thing and this new thing and this new thing when like really you are doing the most important work and making sure mm-hmm. that what you are making is going to continue being made and made well and available and on time. And yeah. Yeah. But, but at the same time, we're focused on 2023's innovation, mm-hmm. you know, and category review schedule is coming up. That's where all the retailers are meeting on feminine care. You know, that, that comes up this summer and even into the fall a little bit based on the retailers. So like making sure we have the right team, understanding our top line, our bottom line, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into this. You know how many retailers do you have right now? I don't really know, to be honest. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't, I don't know. That's amazing. I I don't know what the number is, but I know that I know we're not, we're in all the majors, you know? Yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is great. Thank you so, 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 so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Take care of yourself. Bye. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.